joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and I am so happy to be with you today. I have a great show in store for you. And in this show, we are going to talk a little bit about having joy through your journey or having joy as you travel down your path to bliss. But first of all, as I like to do at the beginning of the show, is I like to thank our sponsors for today's show. First of all, the Health Healing and Wellness Company. Please check them out at healthhealingwellness.com. They are a company that knows that a balanced mind, body, and spirit is the key to optimal health and well-being. They know that The natural and holistic path to well-being is the best path to well-being because it encompasses the well-being of the whole individual versus each little part within the person. And they base what they do for their clients on the principles of Ayurveda. Now, the Health Healing and Wellness Company has a variety of holistic and natural Solutions to help you optimize your health, get your energy and vitality back, solve your sleep challenges, your weight challenges, your weight management challenges, as well as to help you assist with any other health and well-being um, concerns and challenges that you may have. But they also have wonderful luxury VIP days, luxury wellness retreats that they host, customized luxury body therapies that you can book and receive, customized wellness plans of care, recognizing the individual and unique you. And those are just a few of the services that they have to offer. So if you are looking to improve your health and well-being, know someone that is looking for information like that, and you do want to do it holistically and naturally, then connect with the Health Healing and Wellness Company at healthhealingwellness.com. Now, the second sponsor for today's show is the company called All Day Cable Incorporated. It is a telecommunications installation company. That's right. They believe that their employees should be able to go travel down their journey um, on their path to bliss and be healthy and well as well while they're doing that. So it's a huge thanks to them for uh, being a sponsor of the show and believing in the whole process of um, living a blissful life as you travel down your path to bliss with optimal health and well-being. They are a telecommunications installation company that has been around for 26 years, and they specialize in installing voice, data, and fiber optic wiring, as well as wireless AP systems and wireless systems. They also do installation of security systems, speaker system, and information display systems. So if your company is in need of a great company that makes the connect the right connections the first time, as All Day Cable says, they make the right connections the first time, then I suggest you connect with All Day Cable and Incorporated at alldaycableinc.com. Now we have two recommended books on our reading list 
uh, now. And the first one is Teachings from God by Courtney Amundsen, Greeting Your Soul and Revealing the Divine Within. Courtney has been a guest on the show, and her book is very intriguing. She wrote it when she was just 19 years old. So if this is something that you're into or you would like to learn more, just check out what this young lady has to say about what God is teaching her, then I suggest you go to the page, click on the link, and check out Courtney's book further. The other book um, being recommended on the site is the book by a a very well-known holistic health and wellness practitioner, and it's Intro to Holistic Health Ayurveda Style. Check out the recommendations on that book as well. It's available on Barnes and Nobles as well as Amazon and in ebook format and um, also available on Kindle. And it's about utilizing six little principles, seven principles in your day to help you uh, live a better life holistically and naturally by incorporating some of the principles of Ayurveda. So there you have it. Let's get on with today's show. Today's guest. Are you ready? You guys sitting down, relaxing, um, <laughs> posted up with a favorite beverage, a piece of paper and something to write with? Because who does not want to know more about joy, particularly as we travel down our path to bliss? As you know, I'm always talking about you're going to come across challenges and roadblocks and things that are going to try to keep you or hinder you from traveling down your path to bliss. You may even have to take detours sometimes before you realize that what you really need to do is get back on that path and go ahead and persevere through those challenges. And it always, always happens that you will overcome if you just keep inching forward. So today's guest, Janae Bishop, is going to share with us just what I told you in the beginning of the show with regards to our title of today's show about joy. Now, Dr. Janae Bishop is a native of New York City. She's an author and inspirational speaker, experienced school principal, certified school counselor, and certified professional and personal development coach. She's energetic and she's a compassionate person and she believes her purpose is to inspire people to be intentional and to enjoy their journey. Now, she is the founder and CEO of Have Joy LLC and she has um, done a lot of things. She's a former Army captain, um, has collaborated with youth leadership programs, helped victims of child abuse and course case in court cases, develop youth intervention groups for Columbia County Juvenile Court, just to name a few of the things that she has done. So I would like to take this time to re- to present to you today's guest on Blissful Living as we talk about having joy through your journey, Dr. Janae Bishop. Welcome to the show. I thank you, Rochelle. I appreciate this, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And I thank you for all of the amazing things that you do in order to encourage the community to have a blissful life. Kudos to you. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate your kind words. And I know that um, the listeners out there are going to want to hear what you have to share. You've done a lot of things. And I like, you know, how you're kind of well-rounded with regards to you've, you know, you've done um, stuff with children. You've done yeah. stuff with adults. You you really help people to um 
no matter what age is is the point I'm trying to make. You really help people to um, really find that joy. And children need to find joy as well. Sometimes they don't even know that exists or they don't even know the meaning of it. And so just you being able to be there and support children and, you know, have the youth leadership programs and things of that nature is phenomenal because we do need to work on saving our youth so that we can have a better future for all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, for all of us, when we were growing up, oftentimes we model the behaviors that we see with the adults around us. But then, of course, if the adults around us are still trying to find their way, because, of course, we go through different transitions at different decades and stages of our life, a child may not realize all of the things that are possible for them out there. And one of the things that I have found in writing my own book, How Much Joy is in Your Journey, is that Oftentimes, if if a child or a young adult or an older adult realizes what their strengths are and they're able to focus on their strengths to manifest their vision in their life, they will experience more success. So many times we look at the things that we don't do well and try to strengthen those things we don't do well, and then we lose momentum, and then we become discouraged. But the earlier that we're able to identify our strengths and our gifts and then learn how to be able to leverage those strengths with other people's strengths and gifts, we'll see that we'll be able to be successful in life so much more quickly. And so you're absolutely right. The the younger we are, the we can recognize those things, the better we are. But we're never too old to learn new things about ourselves and take those new things and run with it and be successful. Yes, yes, yes. I, I say, you know, you said a lot of words of wisdom within your statement because, you know, you're right. As children, we we are the product of our environment. We learn to respond to things by how we see the adults respond to things in our life. And we may not necessarily know the exact trigger to what they're responding to, but we see it. We see we know something's going on and we learn to respond to that, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. And there's times as you travel down your path to bliss and you get to certain ages, you realize that you may not be responding in the most appropriate manner, but then you start diving into, well, how, where did this come from? Oh, well, because this is how mama used to respond when this happened or daddy or whatever. And you realize that it's that's their stuff. Yeah. Not yours, because you have the power now that you've become awakened to it to change. But sometimes for people, it's very hard and, and very difficult for them to even be awakened to what they're responding to that may or may not be appropriate. So, you know, you said a mouthful there. And I want to ask you, you know, you hear a lot of talk today about um, joy, bliss, happiness, elation. And I want to ask you, is there a difference between happiness and joy? And if so, what is it? Oh, my. That's a very, very good question. And, and and there is. And some people may say that it's a subtle difference, but oftentimes happiness is looked at as being derived from tangible things. And, of course, you know, I get happy whenever I eat chocolate. And, of course, that <laughs> tangible thing is a snicker bar. <laughs> but outside of that, when we think of joy, joy is the emotion of great delight. And it comes from a keen pleasure or elation. And oftentimes it's an emotion evoked by 
well-being, and it may actually come from an experience that we've had as a child or an experience of success. But the beautiful thing about joy is the fact that it's something internal and it's something inherent. And regardless of the material things that we have around us, we could simply be walking in a park and experience joy by just the nature of, of, of the creation that's around us. We didn't need to drive to the park in a Mercedes or or a um, or, or a Rolls Royce, which probably would be nice, but those <laughs> things weren't necessary <laughs> in order for us to have those feelings of joy. And so joy ends up being a feeling of gladness and of rejoicing. Um, I truly believe that life is meant to be lived abundantly, and, and many people in our Western culture are striving for success, and many of the trappings of success are tangible items. But when we are able to determine for ourselves what is it that brings us joy, then we'll find that we'll have a greater range of happiness. We'll have a greater extent of joy because we are striving for something deeper, something that is more more prevalent than the tangible items because, of course, uh, we can't take any of those tangible items with us. And and, and here's an exercise or uh, a thought that I oftentimes uh, share with people. If you think back to something that happened yesterday or last weekend or last year that you're grateful for, oftentimes you're going to start thinking about feelings that you derived from an experience and maybe not necessarily from something that was tangible or a physical item. And that helps you to get closer to that feeling of joy. I've often shared with people, when you hear a baby's laughter, is that something that makes you feel happy or is that something that manifests that joyful feeling inside of you? And oftentimes that helps people to understand the difference between the two. Okay, so can you say that last part again with regards, because that's, that's a huge nugget of gold if anybody is out there struggling with determining the difference. The last part where you said, think about something you're grateful for, whether it happened one minute ago, 10 minutes ago, 10 days ago, 10 years ago, and tap into that feeling. Can you repeat that part again for us, please? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, joy is something that is internal, and it's derived as an emotion and a feeling that you have from an experience, and it's not necessarily tied into something physical. For example, um, I've gone my whole life having been um, a military officer, an administrator in the school system, and, and being very involved in the community, and I reached a point several years ago of, of wondering, am I really experiencing joy in my life, or am I just reaching for things, whether it's degrees or objects, to make me happy. And when mm. I thought about what is it that I'm really grateful for, I can remember when I earned my doctoral degree, and it was something that I worked on for several years, but when I walked across that stage and received the um, degree, I was now thinking about that next thing that I wanted to accomplish. <laughs> so was I, was I happy with having that tangible degree, or was right. I really looking for that feeling of joyfulness? What was it that I was really grateful for. And what I was grateful for was what that degree, that experience meant to my family, to be the first person amongst um, the grandchildren in my family to earn that doctoral degree. So, so it was that inner feeling of joy that can never be taken away. That degree can be burned you know, mistakenly in a fire of some sort, but it's that feeling of gratitude of what that hard work meant and how it paid off and what that meant to my nieces and my nephews and, and everyone else in my family. So when you look back to what are the things that you felt most grateful for, oftentimes that feeling of joyfulness 
is something that is eternal because physical things, substantial things, they can come today or tomorrow depending on how well you pay your bills or what new um, um, opportunities that you're going for. But that feeling that you had while you were going through that journey, that is where your joy really manifests itself. And that's something that I've had to work on and I work with clients on as well. Spend time to be fully present and fully experience what it is that you're grateful for and the joyfulness that's in that moment, whereas oftentimes, especially ambitious people like yourself and and Mm -hmm. myself and the listeners in your audience, we often focus on the destination and and we find at different points in our life we're on what we call the hedonic treadmill. You get Mm -hmm. on this treadmill racing for the next thing. And then you get to that next point, and then you are anticipating that next goal that you're trying to achieve. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And that's so, so, you know, that's an interesting true. experience. <laughs> it is. No, it's so true. And here's, a, here's I'm going to add a little clicker to that one, okay? So yeah. you may have accomplished all these things that, you know, many people around you have not accomplished, yeah. but yet and still, you still don't feel like you're accomplished, Absolutely. You know, and when, so it's interesting. I can totally attest to, you know, being out there and having these goals, and then I get to the goal, and it's like, okay, now I want to do this, you know, and then it's like, yes. but I, when I think about it, I really didn't enjoy the experience. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't yes. take each moment. I was just so focused on accomplishing that goal that I forgot to enjoy wow. each step that I took to accomplish that goal. It's huge because I didn't know that I wasn't doing that. And it, and I like how you put, like, the happiness is, is tangible, external. You know, I love buying shoes. I have a <laughs> No. I mean, I love shoes. I love wearing shoes. I like looking good in shoes. You know, I love yeah. shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And not necessarily expensive shoes. It's just I yeah. could buy a cheap pair of shoes, but if they look good on me and they're comfortable, I'm going to rock them like they're, you know, the $1,000 pair of shoes. However, <laughs> you know, however, when I get my shoes, I buy my shoes. I, I'm happy. I got new shoes. I wear them. But then... It is it, very short-lived. Wow. I think with a joyful experience, and I know you probably can relate to this as well as when I gave the birth, when I gave birth to my kids. Absolutely. Each time after that baby, after going through all that stuff mm. and the baby came out, it was like the most joyful experience. And it's yes. something like if I think about that experience right now today, I just yeah. get all kind of chill and feeling good. And, and yeah. I, any stress that I may have had is gone, right? When I think yeah. about buying those shoes, I'm thinking about, okay, I could get another pair. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to put it out there in that context for the listeners to get it as well because yes. what you think makes you happy does not necessarily bring you joy and vice versa. Now, I want to ask you, this is so cool. I want to ask you, you know, I'm all about holistic living Absolutely. and everything um, mm-hmm. I do. Why is it important to have a holistic life, a yes. life of balance and flow? Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. It's so important because oftentimes when we are so driven uh, going through life and having our experiences that may represent success or may represent 
um, um, happiness in many ways. And, and, and don't get me wrong, life is meant to be lived abundantly. You know, many people in Western culture are striving for success, as they should. You know, that's the American dream. And there are people who make a lot of money, but their relationships might not be too well. And there are people who are highly spiritual, but they're broke all the time. And there are people who want the home, a great business, and all of these outer things. And however, having these outer things does not guarantee a certain level of happiness or a certain level of joy. And so the way to live that abundant life is to go for the inner joy, the inner peace, and the inner vision first. And then all of the outer things will appear because you're walking in your purpose. And everything you want really is actually an inside job. The outside world is a world of effects. It's just a result of our thoughts. But life is meant to be abundant. So if we set our thoughts on joy, we will begin to manifest that internal abundance outwardly as well. And so when you asked about the holistic and the whole life and being able to live in balance, I'm one of those uh, type A personalities, and, and I have always enjoyed multitasking. And what I realize is that when we multitask, and, and women have been known for mastering this as well, uh, mm-hmm. we're not really being fully present to the task at hand. And so uh, when I wrote my book back um, and last summer, um, How Much Joy Is In Your Journey, one of the things that I found in my own self-reflection is that the research shows that there are five areas to a holistic life, and those areas include uh, our spiritual life, our emotional um, and physical life, which relates to our health and well-being, our relationships, our leisure and creativity life, and our work life. And oftentimes throughout different phases in our life, we may feel that we're balancing all of these five areas, but really when we look at it, we're spending a lot of time in one area more than the other. I can remember different stages in my life, different decades where I may have been spending more time on building my career. For example, when you're when you're in your 20s, you're still trying to find yourself and determine where you fit in the world or what your purpose may be. And then as you get into your 30s, you know, you're beginning to get into your groove and you're experiencing different jobs and you realize which job really aligns itself with your personality. And then when you get into your 40s, you're, you're really beginning to become settled and you are probably moving up the career ladder, maybe working on a degree or two. But what I have found in my own experience and what I have found in working with clients and the speaking engagements that I participate in is that oftentimes we never really have balance. In those five areas, I cannot remember a time in my life where I had 20% of myself, you know, when you add up all of those percentages Mm -hmm. to be 100%, I, I can't remember a time where I was definitely completely balanced. And so what I have found is that actually men and women, we actually go through a flow. I can remember a time where in my 30s, I was probably more focusing on career and work and where was my place in the world more so than I was in leisure and recreation. You know, of course, as a young woman, you're thinking, hey, I'll have enough time for that. Or you may be thinking, you know what, I can have that time right now because I may not be worried about having a family or getting married or having kids. Whereas then you may reach in your 40s and your late 30s and you're realizing that of all the things you've accomplished, you need to become one with your spiritual side. And and the well-being in our spiritual life may mean different things to different people. For example, for some, uh, developing a spiritual life may mean a religious context or going Mm -hmm. to a house of worship, whereas for others, it may mean different practices that we're involved in that makes us 
feel connected with the world around us. So in terms of us being able to be more balanced in our spiritual life, we have to ask ourselves the question, what condition is our spiritual life and in what way is our spiritual life different now than in our younger years and what does it mean to us to have spiritual well-being taking that into account when we look at our emotional uh, and physical health and, and I'm sure that you've spoken on this a lot with yeah. uh, hold on living. Dr. Danae. Danae, I yeah. want to ask you to define mm-hmm. out there just um, what spiritual well-being is because Absolutely. you know some people may think they know what it is or but you know just me talking to people and I'm sure you talking to people you realize they they may not be as clued in to what spiritual well-being is yes. as to what it actually is so can you just speak on that a little bit for us please oh absolutely um from my research, and, and I'm not a theologian, but what I've gathered from the coaching materials and psychology, and I'm also a certified uh, school guidance counselor, is that for many, spirituality means a sense of peace and centeredness that evolves from spending time either in meditation or in nature or studying different spiritual practices, and it's what being connected to your spiritual side and what spirituality is all about. Uh, one usually needs to feel connected to some divine order in some way. Some people do that through meditation. Some people do that through prayer. I have a ritual that I go through in the morning where as soon as I wake up, I may pray. I may have moments of meditation, and and I may be involved in that throughout the course of the day because my goal is to be more centered and to be more present in the things that I do. And so whatever you choose, you'll be honoring your spiritual well-being and creating an inner security that will expose you to experiencing that which connects all of us. I feel more spiritually connected, and and, and I'm a Christian, and, and I believe in Christianity, but everyone has their own different beliefs. But I know that when I go walking in the morning at a park that I love uh, where I live, I feel so spiritually connected to a higher power. And I know that individuals who may have different religions that they follow have that same experience, whether they walk in the park or they meditate. And so feeling spiritually grounded makes you feel one with the universe. Oh, beautiful. Okay, good. I'm glad we got that all cleared up because I I just, as we proceed on, I want everyone to be exactly where we are with regards to our journey we're taking with you today. And so now we've talked, you know, you talked about the five areas of um, a holistic life and we kind of, you know, really define what um, spiritual well-being is. Now, with regards to awareness, does one one need to have... um, to manifest more spiritual joy. What what okay, what exactly now that we're aware of what our spiritual well-being is or what our state of spiritual well-being may be, do we need to have um what's the next step for us to manifest this this joy into the capacity of our spiritual well-being? Oh, great question. Um in working with clients, one of the things that we touch on is if developing your spiritual awareness is a key goal for you for the next quarter, for the next uh, half a year, for the next year, then what may be a daily goal that you will have in order to increase that awareness? Would that daily goal be when you wake up in the morning having a moment of prayer or having a period of meditation? Will that daily goal be that when you go out to walk or you participate in exercise? 
exercising. Uh, you make sure that you tune out everything else that's going on. For some, for so many of us, we're so connected to our social media and um, and our technology that we need to be able to have a spiritual awareness time of just having a sabbatical just from our technology, and that enables us to be fully present in the moment. So I often suggest to people to increase your spiritual awareness. Does that mean reading something religious each day? Does that mean having a devotional time in the morning? Does that mean writing something in your gratitude journal in the evening? Mm -hmm. I've had a number of clients where, where they're exploring their religious experiences, but they feel that spiritually they're more heightened in terms of their awareness. But they may not be ascribing to a particular religion or a particular house of worship. So one of the things that I encourage them is to get in tune and become more heightened in your awareness with your spirituality by practicing gratitude. So often when we realize that there is so much for us to be grateful for in the course of what's happened yesterday or in the course of what's happened just 30 minutes ago, that enables us to be more aware of our spiritual side of our lives and realize that we didn't create this moment or the next moment, but with what has happened in the past, we have so much to be grateful for. And by putting that gratitude out in the universe through the law of attraction, it attracts more of what we're grateful for into our lives. And that in turn enables us to be more spiritually aware, more spiritually grateful, and have more of those things that we're grateful for to manifest itself in our lives. Mm, love it, love it, love it. Now that leads me on to next, ask the next question because um, we have these, you know, these parts about just being holistic and staying centered and balanced in the areas of how, um, you know, our ho living a holistic life, mm -hmm. you know, we just kind of test upon the spiritual part. But yeah. what about um, the emotional the, I want to I want to break these two up first. I want to see the emotional part to um, manifesting more joy as we travel through oh, our journey. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so the, the second criteria in a holistic life, as you mentioned, is the health and wellness. And and I like to divide the health and wellness, as, as you've already alluded to, into the emotional health as well as the physical health. And mm. emotions have a major impact on our lives, and it also has a major impact on our physical health. Caring for our emotional health may mean making time for respite, time for rest and reflection and solitude, or having a good laugh with others, embracing what makes you feel good, and building that into your daily schedule will raise your spirits, keep your attitude upbeat, and protect your own general health. Oftentimes, I talk about, think about a time when you felt relaxed and peaceful, and think about where you were at that time. What were you doing? And write these thoughts down if you maintain a journal or a gratitude journal, because when you write these thoughts down in terms of what brought you that emotional well-being, that emotional sense of joy, you are now capturing that into your thought process. And when you look back on your journal, you'll be able to manifest those experiences again. And, and it's so important for us to be aware that even if we're struggling emotionally, reach out to get help for that struggle, whether it's through a psychiatrist or a psychologist who can work more with you in the realm of mental health and therapy, or reaching out to a health and wellness coach or a relationship coach or a business coach who normally will walk you through the process from a healthy standpoint to help keep you accountable for the things that you want to accomplish in your life. 
but having an emotional well-being is so key to being able to manifest more joy in your life in those areas and recognizing that you may not be joyful in your emotional life is the first step in being able to reach out and find someone who'll be able to help you work through those challenges and be able to manifest that which brings you joy in your emotional health and well-being. Mm. Now, now the other side of the coin in yes. terms of your physical, physical. well-being. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. And, and when I think about what you do in, to, in terms of um, Ayurvedic health and, and blissful living, of course, you know, emotional and physical health goes in hand in hand. And mm-hmm. so caring for your body is greater than caring for an illness. You know, good health means having plenty of energy to do all that you need to do or want to do. It's the outcome of how we live our lives eventually that becomes reflected in our bodies. When we get sick, it may indicate that our immune system has become weakened due to being under a great deal of stress. So why take our health for granted? As we minimize our energy drains and those things that are stressful, we'll begin to experience that taking good care of our body will get increasingly easier. So I encourage everyone to work towards making your health a priority before sickness strikes. You know, in your line of work, I'm sure that you would agree that preventative maintenance is so much easier than yes. reacting to once um, sickness has taken hold, and especially your background um, mm-hmm. as a nurse. You know, it's so critical to do those things that are preventative. I always tell people, you know, your body always talks to you, and it begins talking to you way before you uh, develop an illness or disease. Oh, yes. However, it talks to us in whispers. Right. Mm, So, you know, start listening and being present in the moment of you, what you're doing. And you guys out there listening right now, take a moment and listen to what your body is whispering to you. You will hear it because Mm. you want to pay attention to the whispers so that you don't have to hear it shouting at you when you develop an illness and disease. And, and. We can all do that. And when you take those moments throughout the day to just think about, oh, how check in, let me check in how I'm feeling. Am I stressed? Do I got tension in my neck and shoulders? You know, yes. is my stomach hurting? Am I, do I have gas? Have I, you know, do I feel bloated? You know, how's my yes. energy? You check, just take moments to check into those those areas of, or just check in your bo- with your body. Those little whispers be like, you know what, maybe it's time for you to get up and take a walk and stretch your, you know, Absolutely. stretch your, you know, or you know what, maybe you need to give up the caffeine in the afternoon because now you got all kind of digestive issues. Or maybe at lunch you should have stayed away from that big heavy lunch and ate something a little bit more wholesome so you didn't have the bloating and the sluggishness now. You know, just whatever it is. Maybe you should get out and move a little bit. You know, get a little bit of exercise to, you know, naturally increase your energy. It's the whispers um, that we need to pay attention to, to so we don't have to hear the body, the shouts that the body will give to us. So physical health is you know, extremely important, and I'm glad you you know know that and share with everyone these nuggets of gold with regards to when you do that and pay attention, you can manifest more joy as you travel down your path um, while you're here. Now, oh, relationships. This, oh yes, <laughs> relationships can be you know quite interesting because we want everybody <laughs> like us and be like us and do what we do and like what we like and. You know, mm-hmm. you do come across those people that have a difference of opinion or yeah. just kind of don't walk to your beat, you know, or <laughs> walk to their own beat, whatever that may be. But, it's, you know, relationships 
are a challenge no matter what. Family, Absolutely. you know, professional, career, school, um, you know, whatever the case may be, friends, um, relatives, uh, let's <laughs> share with us as we listen to your words of wisdom how yes. we can manifest more joy in our lives yes. by, in, you know, working on the relationship aspect. Oh, my goodness. You said a mouthful there. And it doesn't matter where we are in life. Relationships play a big deal in our own health and wellness, our own spiritual well-being. You know, it it impacts everything. And, of course, just like you had listed um, earlier, you know, the relationships can be those relationships that are impacted by our parents, our maids, our children, extended family, friends, neighbors, coworkers. And so when we look at this third area that impacts us having a holistic life and being able to have a flow and manifest more joy in our lives, uh, the research suggests that that the relationships you share with significant people in your life are probably the most important ingredients of a holistic and high-quality life. These relationships mold and shape who you are and bring meaning to your life. You know, I often ask, how often have we put relationships on hold while we were preoccupied doing something else? You know, we were too busy to visit the synagogue or the or the mosque or the church because we had some other event that we were doing on that holy day of the week. Or, or you know, for, for many young women that I work with, you know, we put off having a family because we want to build a career. Or we put off uh, getting married because we feel that finding a mate at this time may not support our career goals. And so particularly when it comes to relationships, we become preoccupied oftentimes in other areas of our life unless we're in a relationship with individuals who support the vision. And as we all know, not all the time people who are around us support our vision because our vision is our vision. It may not be their vision, and that can impact our relationships. So particularly doing it time and time again, trying to maintain relationships and the other goals that we have in our life can take a toll and may eventually damage a relationship. So know Mm -hmm. that it's never too late, though, to rebuild relationships that are important to you. But oftentimes what I find is when we're trying to create a vision for our life and manifest more joy, we may also come into the the reality that they may mean leaving other relationships behind as we build new and more empowering relationships that enrich our life and that empowers our life and gives our life a sense of security. So oftentimes, when a relationship is weak, we feel drained of energy, and whether we realize it or not, it is actually taking away the joy and the other areas that we're trying to manifest our life. So so oftentimes, a coaching question might be, what relationships have you not nurtured? How are the people you haven't seen in a while? Are those relationships that you want to strengthen because those relationships in the past have brought you joy? Don't wait. And just like uh, health and well-being, like you mentioned earlier, Rochelle, don't wait for trouble to surface. There have Mm -hmm. been times when I've done presentations or seminars as it relates to relationships, because regardless of how, uh, what age or decade we're in, relationships help us to feel that there is a safe place where we can relay our head, where we can be embraced and become rejuvenated in order to accomplish the other things that we want to accomplish in our lives. So I oftentimes tell 
parallel couples, myself having been married for 28 years and having been in a relationship for 32 years, I oftentimes tell couples and singles, when we have one finger pointing at the person that we're in a relationship with, let's look at the other three fingers mm. pointing back at us because we teach people how to treat us. And if we no longer are in the frame of mind where the relationship is working for us, then let's look at those three fingers to see if this relationship is not toxic, but just some things that we can tweak in order to be preventative, then what are some things that we can do in order to be preventative and put that on our goal list? Because so often we we lose sight of what's important to us because we're focusing on some other area in life. And write that in your journal. Write down some things on a nightly basis or on a um, on an every other day basis that you are grateful for in this particular area of your life and do more things that help to manifest those things that you are grateful for and you will find yourself increasing the joy. Wow. I love it. I love what you're sharing. So many golden nuggets and a lot of words <laughs> of wisdom, you guys. This is like a, a therapy session, you know, here <laughs> and feel like, you know, I'm taking that next step on my path to bliss on my journey while I'm here. Yes. And by George, it's going to be joyful because I now have some tools that I yes. can utilize and things that I can pay attention to so I don't have to hear the shouts yes. because I'm paying attention to the whispers that are going to lead to me having more joy as I travel on my journey. So beautiful, beautiful information. Now, okay, we talked about spiritual. We talked mm-hmm. about emotional and physical. Um, we talked about relationships. Yeah. That leads us to this part of creativity and and leisure. You know, some of us like to have more leisure time and, and <laughs> you know, than we really should. So we're really out of balance because we're spending so much time being leisure that we yeah. only may only have three percent of relationships and you know, we, <laughs> That's you know true. what I'm saying? It's all Absolutely. about the time good time right now but but you know you're not you're not being you're not living a holistic life. So share yes. with us your words of wisdom with regard to manifesting more joy in the areas of leisure and creativity. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, my. And and especially for, for individuals who are entrepreneurs out there or individuals who are transitioning out of jobs or careers or relationships and they're going to that next big level in their life, a lot of time we feel that the area of creativity and leisure is expendable. When in all actuality, living a life of flow and balance, we need an opportunity to rejuvenate ourselves. And for many of us, rejuvenation may come in the way of some artistic ability. Um, you know, this last year I started um, adult coloring, you know, so it's an adult coloring book and I try every night or every other night to allow my mind to decompress. And, and I find that, wow, this is really therapeutic. And there's now a lot of research out there as well about adult coloring and, and that being something that can help us to meditate. But it's also creative. So my adult coloring book has butterflies and floral arrangements and I drift off into a nice uh, deep sleep. But you know, the research suggests that building leisure and fun into your life on a regular basis will help you to relax from the seriousness of life. When you're driven and you have that goal that you're reaching for at whatever stage or transition that you're going to, oftentimes, if you're like me and yourself, I don't mind working 10, 12, 14 hours if I'm following my purpose. Because why? Because I'm energized by it. And for those individuals out there who are walking in their purpose and and they feel that this is what I was was born to do, 
you feel as though that which you're doing is part of your leisure because you enjoy talking to people. You enjoy helping people live on their next level and walk in their own purpose. But ultimately, you need that time to decompress from the seriousness of life and, more importantly, to create memories that you will relish for a lifetime. Remember, a time in which you are having fun. It is just as important as your time that you spent working. So a coaching question that I often ask was, what have you done for recreation lately? It might not have been something today, but what is something that you've done lately? Did you go to a museum? And for those of us who might be compulsive or type A personality or have calendars, I often encourage people, always put on your planner or within your journal a time that you did something that was recreational during the week. And it may not have to be every day. It will be great if you get to that point and really enjoy the flow of your life. But put that inside of your planner. So what I've done is, and and, and I'm still a work in progress, so I certainly (laughs) don't want the listeners to think I have mastered it because I am far from it. But I try to make sure that at least once or twice a week, even if it is just doing my adult coloring, that I highlight it on my calendar in blue because blue is such a tranquil color for me to remind myself to step back and just breathe. Mm -hmm. Just breathe and inhale the opportunity. And, And even if for me going to the park, walking for 30 minutes in the bright sunshine, and then sitting in my air-conditioned car and <laughs> listening to something therapeutic or, or doing um, some bit of artwork in my adult coloring book, you need to spend that time just coming back to who you are as a person, what makes you such a joy to be around. It's because you took time to be at peace and to relax. Be right. aware of what brings you joy in your creative side. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Love it. So, so what Very... brings you? Well, how do you manifest your creativity, Rochelle? Um, you know, this is the funniest thing. Okay, so I'm not going to – I'm a recovering type A personality. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Because I can relate, I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to own up to me being a type A personality because it is, a, it is the fact that I – am a type A personality that I get stuff done. However, <laughs> what's different for me is that I'm totally into holistic health and well-being. And I know the importance of having balance, right? I mm. suffered for 17 years with an undiagnosed medical condition that was all stress-related. And I was Amazing. very sick. So I know the importance, and I was a huge type A back then. I was young, but I know the importance of... um you know, having that balance, having that synergy. And I, yes. you know, I, I had to laugh when you said about the multitasking because mm-hmm. it's like I so often I'm like, you know, I'm on the phone and typing a letter or whatever, you know, but it's, it's <laughs> you are not completely 100% on that thing. And I find that when I, I'm like, oh, you know what, girl, you're doing yes. too much. Start with yes. this, complete this, and then go to the next thing. When I do that, I'm able to knock things out more quicker, Wonderful. more effectively, and more efficiently because I'm tapped into that one aspect of my brain. And yes. um, and I get a lot more done, which seems right. at first seems counterproductive to me, but it's yes. hugely productive. And what I get done is high, a lot more high quality. So oh, that's this is powerful. a funny thing, though. My creativity comes to me in moments when I can't capture it and write it down. So, for instance, (laughs) I'm driving in traffic or I'm driving 
and I will have some of the most creative thoughts. Now, what I have learned to do is carry a journal, a little small journal that I can keep in my purse, it's, it, which is just my, I just call it my jot down journal. Absolutely. Or you know, something in my purse I could pull out with a pen and I can write stuff down as I'm driving. Um, if I do it on my phone, I tend not, I tend to forget about it and then forget Absolutely. I have those notes and then look back, you, you know, like, oh, dang, these are some good notes. But if I do it in, you know, very safely, um, but I can't always do it. The other time is when I'm exercising. Mm. I will be killing it at the gym nice. on the day that I really didn't want to go, but I'm glad I went, right? Yes. I'm <laughs> at my cardio. I'm busting out the calories. I'm hitting the weights or whatever, and I will have just creativity comes in. Now, I can't write nothing down because I'm not taking that kind of stuff with me to the gym. Yes. But um, I, you know, tend to remember it, it depending on if I'm doing a sequence in my exercise routine, you know, when I get home, I'll just, like, go back to that sequence and it'll pop back up. But those are generally the times when I'm most creative is when I'm driving. Um, to you. Mm-hmm. Now, when I'm meditating and stuff like that, I get, I get, uh, I don't want to say, I want to say it's more of a deeper awareness. Um, yes. You know, I might have been stuck trying to figure out something and I'll get the answer or, mm. you know, stuff like that. But as far as the creative aspect, because, you know, as as artistry and all that kind of stuff, um, it will become it will come to me when I'm exercising or driving. So, oh, I can so relate. Mm-hmm. Th- that is yeah. so powerful what you have shared, and, and 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 you're right. When you're in the gym, you know what's happening is you're releasing all of these energies, and mm-hmm. the universe opens itself up to you because you are just completely open to all of the mm-hmm. possibilities. Exactly. And so when I'm when I'm walking, I feel this uh, this increased sense of consciousness that arrives, and then all of the solutions to maybe a project that I was working on. So I've had to buy this little uh, three inch notebook that I'm. I'm I'm carrying it with a pen as I'm walking so that I can jot things down because it is just coming in, in such in such waves. And it's amazing how, how life uh, works in that way and how the universe just opens itself up to you to help you accomplish that thing that you are trying to accomplish by making you more aware and more conscious of it. You know, so, you said, you said mm-hmm. something real phenomenal there because, you know what, I forgot I take walks and stuff too. And you're right, I never have nothing to write with. Yes. And I get like, just being out in nature and I always, encourage my clients to go out in nature but what you said was when you're in those zone of say you know maybe when I'm driving or particularly when I'm exercising or walking out in nature you're open because you know what you're not thinking about all that other stuff so it's almost like your mind is clear and you're open and the universe opens up to you and you get to download the stuff however have you ever noticed that if you don't capture that that information, that divine information at that moment in time, when mm-hmm. you get back to your normal activity, you've closed up and it's gone. So true. And you can, maybe can get baby bits and pieces, but not, you know, you can get like, okay, Oprah got a good show coming on tonight, but you don't yeah. get the show. You know, That's you right. <laughs> you get Oprah's got a show coming on tonight, and you get the whole show, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, you just said, I think, some powerful words of wisdom that yes. if it cited that, you know, thinking process within me, I know it's excited that thinking process with the listeners as well. And, and that right there, if you didn't get anything else out of what Dr. Janae Bishop said today, <laughs> that is profound because, again, it ties you back to paying attention and living in the present moment like she's talked about at the beginning of the show. Now, you know, we have a lot of uh, people um, out there that, um, you know, are in work situations mm-hmm. um, that are not 
the most nurturing. You know, corporate, yeah. the corporate, corporate workplace or just the workplace in general has changed dramatically over the, I want to say the last 25 years. I don't, I want to, I'm not even going, I'm going to say the last 15 years. It's really changed and a huge change in the last eight to 10 years with regards wow. to um, how things, people are, you know, they're, what, how they're feeling at work and stuff. Absolutely. Um, is it possible for someone to um, manifest more more joy at work, even if they're not doing their life purpose work, or even wow. if they're in a challenging situation? Is that possible to manifest uh, more joy? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because of course, you know, our jobs may not necessarily feel at a given time as though it's our purpose. You know, I can remember uh, when I was younger and graduating from college, and I worked in fast food, and people would always comment about my effervescent personality. But of course, I knew I wasn't going to be flipping fries uh, for the next twenty years, and it was great as an opportunity for customer service. But at that time, I knew that it was preparing me to have a strong work ethic, and so I used that example to convey whatever your job may be right now, if you feel that it's giving you nothing but lemons, make lemonade out of it. Try to determine what is my takeaway from this job because everything has a season. And, and one of the things that I try to share with everyone um, um, is a quote from Napoleon Hill where he noted, what the yes. mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. So uh -huh. really how we perceive where we are at this given point in time is going to continue to manifest manifest itself like that in our mind. If you are not diligently pursuing the activities that bring you joy into your life, then you may be missing out on a life that is more fulfilled. There are ways to create a, strat a strategy that inspires joy in your work life. And, and that may mean even as a homemaker, you're a leader, a business person, an entrepreneur, um, all of us have challenges throughout the course of our life. And we may have different challenges, but we need to take into account that our thoughts and our behaviors play a significant role in the type of energy that we attract to ourselves. So by this I mean when you, the research shows that if you live a life of positivity and you interpret things in a positive way, you are going to attract more positive energy into your life. You mm. cannot have a positive life with negative thoughts. Negative thoughts are only going to attract more negative energy. So mm. both have the power to influence your behaviors. Toxic negative habits have the power to take the joy right out of your grasp. Even when the joy was so close, we could almost touch it and we could feel the cool breeze that comforted us. For example, being at a job where you thought you were going to get promoted, but then your colleague got the promotion and you didn't. How might one look at that in a different way until you find that other job? or that other experience. Um, the Bashish uh, Morita, um, an Indian gentleman, once said that happiness is there when you have great imagination and vision, when you take relentless action and love your creation. So your happiness at work, I'm here to share with your audience, is a choice. Choosing to be happy at work is sometimes hard to do, but you can do it even if you don't have a great boss, if you are self-employed. And, and in that case, and you don't have a great boss, you have other things you have to work on. <laughs> but, yes, yes. But focusing positively on the aspects of your job that you do like, you will increase your happiness and your, your joy quotient. Seek employees that you enjoy to spend time with, and while avoiding the gossip and negativity is one way to do that.
Wow. I absolutely love this show and what you're sharing with us. Um, You know, just so many nuggets of gold out there. And I think, you know, people can't hear this information enough. We hear it. We agree with it. We maybe take one or two things and then we go on about our day and our, or go on about our life and then we forget, you know. Yes. And so the beauty, the beauty and the benefit of this is that you guys can come back and listen to Dr. Janae um, Bishop anytime. You can download the show and have it and just have it as your go-to piece when you're sitting in your car in traffic and you Wonderful. just want to, you know, deal with stuff or you don't want to deal with stuff. You can reinforce the um the nuggets of gold that she's sharing with regards to having joy through your journey, because I think this information needs to be heard an abundant amount of times before it really begins to even, before we even really begin to become aware and then before it begins to seek in and then we, you know, begin to practice it. We just have to hear it because like you said, negative, the negative energy is so heavy. It's such a stronger magnetism that, um, you know, in order for us, the only way that we can repel it is to be positive and stay in a positive state. But because negative energy is so strong and it has a strong, strong magnetism, um, you know, you have to, if you're not aware that it's drawing you in or pulling you away from positivity, you, you won't be able to make the change. And the only way you can become aware is by listening to, you know, words of wisdom like what you shared with us today. So thank you. you're very welcome. With regards to that, mm-hmm. um, we are at the end of our show. That time went by so fast. Wow, I had such a great time. <laughs> thank you. And, you know, we had I had a wonderful time talking with you because, yes. again, it you know, just words of wisdom. Now, you all out there living, I'm living, you all out there living <laughs> and listening, um, I want you to um, listen to what Dr. Janae Bishop has to share with regards to how you can get in contact with her. But first of all, I want her to share a little bit about her book, How Much yeah. Joy is in your journey, yeah. a creative guide to your fearless vision. Mm-hmm. Share with the listeners about this phenomenal book that you sent me a copy of and I absolutely love. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I'm so blessed and pleased to share that when the book was released um, at the beginning of May, it actually got listed um, amongst the top 100 books in Motivational and Amazon.com. So I give God the praise and I'm so thankful for that opportunity. But how much joy is in your journey actually goes into more detail based on our conversation today. And so listeners in the audience, I want you to also know that there is a chapter on Can There Be Joy at Work? So for those of you who are self-employed and you wonder, can there be joy at work? Definitely read that chapter in my book. And I also, in the book, also outlines, in case you want to self-coach yourself, how you can go about improving your spiritual side, your relationship side, in order to have more joy. Um, some things for you to coach yourself and question yourself and explore in journaling in regard to your health and wellness or work and your relationship. And for anybody that wants to find out more about Have Joy LLC, please uh, reach out to me at www www.havejoyllc.com or feel free to send me an email at uh, j-a-n-e-t at havejoyllc.com I'll be glad to be able to help you find more joy in your life because at the end of the day it's about having a positive life and, and creating a life and work that you love to live Oh, absolutely beautiful. Now, um, thank you for sharing that information. Are you going to be speaking anywhere soon or, you know, any... 
you know, appearances that you're going to be making soon. It doesn't matter where it's at because we are listened all around the world. So, Oh, my. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, yesterday I was the keynote speaker at the Veterans Administration here in Georgia. It was the uh, Female Veterans Empowerment Conference. Um, in addition, I will be in Dallas, Texas in March uh, 2017 speaking at the National Alternative Education Association Conference. Um, I will be in South Carolina at a family reunion event, and that is still in development. That will be in July for having joy within the context of your family as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's true. And so I'm so excited that I'm in the process of developing um, e-courses for those different five areas of having more joy in your life as it relates to entrepreneurship and building yourself in terms of success as a businesswoman. So, um, so much is opening up, and I look forward to being able to reach out there in virtual world as well to be able to serve people on a greater level. Thank you for offering the opportunity for me to be able to share that. No, you're very welcome. I, I mean, you just have such a really wonderful message. And again, like I said, there's not enough of us um, out there. Um, to, there's so much work to be done, and you can see it every day when you turn on the news or you know, look at the newspaper, or just, you know, your radio even, you know, with all the stuff that's happening, um, you know, we definitely need to get the word out that you don't have to live in a life of misery and despair and depression. You can really actually have a life of joy. You just oh, need to absolutely. find people like you, right? Oh, so, bless um, your heart. And, and you know, I, I almost forgot to say that in approximately two weeks, I will be releasing my gratitude journal. Uh, joy in, Yes, Joy in Your Journey, 90 Days to Gratitude which actually is divided in these five areas so that type A people like you and I who want to maintain a journal uh, can can just uh, open their journal up, this 90-day journal, because by that time you will have incorporated a habit right. and just select one of those five areas that you're grateful for for something that happened to you in that day. So I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be releasing that soon as well. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Okay, you guys, <laughs> there you have it, the phenomenal, yes. fabulous Dr. Janae Bishop sharing her words of wisdom on Blissful Living today with regards to having joy through your journey. And please feel free to pick up her book, How Much Joy is in Your Journey, A Creative Guide to Your Fearless Vision. Pick that up. Connect with her on her website, Have Joy. LLC.com and please you know keep in touch with her she would love to hear from you and Absolutely. possibly set up a session maybe she can um, explore some things to help you uh, have establish more joy in your life in those five areas and with Wonderful. that being said I want to thank all of you for listening I am Rochelle Marie Lawson the queen of feeling fabulous and you have been listening to Blissful Living today may your journey be filled with peace to your mind wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Thank you to our sponsors, the Health Healing and Wellness Company, and All Day Cable. And again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, have a wonderful and very joyful day. And goodbye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And, of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.